The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, y'all. I'm Julie. Hi there. I'm Brenda. Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side. Now, y'all need to know that we're obsessed with everything on the other side. Yes, we are. Because once you learn to navigate the energetic, or to some, the invisible world, life is going to be more fun and much more serene. Uh, heck yes, it can. Because let's be honest, Bryn, Earth School is hard. In fact, you taught me that. Let's crush Earth School together. Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side, a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, my witchy poo. How are you this fine day? I am quite fine. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, I know everybody's really curious about how I'm doing on keto. Actually, probably (laughs) nobody is. That is like the, you know, we always try to answer people's questions. This is actually not one anybody has asked because I don't really think anybody cares. But people have said they enjoyed keto. We have heard that from people. So. Oh, good. So maybe they do care. And they, Here's they, the they thing. want your recipes. <laughs> I, well, let me tell you my new thing. And we can all thank Cubby for this, my best friend. Um, I have a thing now for heavy whipping cream because you're supposed to get like 70% of your calories in fat. So now I'm, I have diet root beer with heavy whipping cream. <laughs> I am so in love because I can't have pie. So I have to find something to replace pie. And so I've decided it needs to be heavy whipping cream and... Send your keto heavy whipping cream pie recipes to Julie. <laughs> please, actually, anybody, if you have a pie keto pie recipe, please send it on because you can't really eat fruit. So I don't know what to do. Summer, so that's, today, that's one reason why summer, like keto is hard in the summer because right, all the fresh berries. Oh, my God. Well, and in the beginning of the pandemic, I was a little panicky about food because I wasn't going out to go fetch it. And you can only order so much on Amazon. And so I ended up ordering a Harry and David fruit of the month. Um, so I know, I know. And I, <laughs> Brenda's trying not to shame me on that thing I just said. But I have Hair and David for the month. And it's very difficult when you're eating keto to enjoy Hair and David for the month. And uh, Rainier cherries are coming up. I'm sure nobody wants to hear any more about this shit. But anyway. <laughs> you may have to cancel that subscription. <laughs> I'm just saying. 
<laughs> but but seriously, if you have any good keto pie recipes, I'd be really appreciative. So <laughs> so today, you know, we're this is called the Juju episode, and it's not short or code for an episode about me. It's just called Juju, as in good juju, bad juju. And so I think today we really want to talk about identifying bad juju. That is the topic. I get very passionate about this, as you know. I know. It's so your it's so yours. I mean, of course I'll tell stories because I have stories about everything, but <laughs> yes, it's a but, <laughs> but it is a really important, you know, it's an important topic because when we talk about identifying bad juju, it happens everywhere, right? It happens in our interpersonal relationships. It happens in our work. I would say our line of work, but technically it's your line of work. That's just because you have uh, a new full-time job. <laughs> that's right, right? Exactly. Look, I am certain that the, I've had lifetimes where I may not have used my powers all for good, and which is why I get lit up by this and why I'm such a stickler on it. I'm such a nerd on this, like really double down nerd. <laughs> You're a great stickler and a great nerd though, because you've made me a stickler nerd. I'm, I'm we so... should have patches. <laughs> like the I'm not sure what they would look like, but they would be great. The witchy nerds. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I just, I really do feel passionate about this. What I really want to say about this is that people are like, oh, I just, I'm so mad at that person. I just want to kill him. And I'm like, no, actually it makes me really sad for people who are making bad choices because they're putting bad juju out in the world, and that's going to hurt them ultimately. They may not even know that. They may not even have the awareness of it. And it's not my job to tell them. I mean, if someone comes to me and says, hey, what do you think about this? I will absolutely tell you. But in general, I don't go around course correcting people on the street. You know, that's not what I do. Okay, sometimes I want to. But <laughs> <laughs> true confessions. You've, my, you've, my you've confession. course corrected me several times. Okay. But you know, it's yes, but that's different. You're my elf. <laughs> but my point is, you know, when someone chooses to engage with someone in a way that is vulnerable, like I'm going to trust this person to in this specific lane, whatever it is, I'm going to work with them, I have a relationship with them. There's a, you know, nobody likes being vulnerable without knowing what's going to happen. Like they're stepping out on faith, they're stepping out on hopefully mutual respect, and that it's a choice that needs to be made. And so when someone does that, sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. We've all been in relationships, whether it's professional or personal, or you know, you're a client somewhere where someone didn't do you right. And it's a bad feeling. It's a really bad feeling. And sometimes it's by accident, things weren't delivered on time or whatever. And sometimes it's not by accident. And that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> like when so people- since you're the one who tends to read our Instagram more than I, <laughs> Uh, because I can't get back in. Um, <laughs> still, by the way, I mean, if anybody's keeping score at home, it's like weeks now. <laughs> but have we had listeners that have talked about like, and I'm getting specific now about, you know, we seeing have. a psychic or something like that, and they felt uncomfortable. And-, and and it doesn't start out like if someone starts out in a way that says, hey, I want as much money from you as I can. What's the best way to get the most amount of money from you? <laughs> like people would right straight up go, oh, I don't really want to work with you. But what happens is you get groomed as a target, right? So it's like, hey, and they'll give you what feels like might be kind of right reading or or service, whatever it is. And then the next thing you know, they'll be saying things like, well, if you want me to remove that curse you have, and you're like, what? I have a curse? What? Why didn't you lead with that? What? And and then there's more money involved to take away and the And then curse. the wallet begins to be emptied. <laughs> right. And and it can go, like, and some people, when, you know, they shared their story, it was actually 
And then she reached out to me two weeks, three weeks, two months later and said, hey, I, re- I realized again, you know, now, now your sister has this situation going on and, you know, we talked about her, so she's very vulnerable. You know, I wouldn't tell her because she's so sensitive, but I think you can help her. You know, oh, that's not okay. Yeah, it's really, oh my God, that's or your so child, okay. or your or your you know, child, your spouse, or whatever it is. But there's always something to hook someone in. And the thing is, they're preying on the best of you. They're preying on the part that you want to care for your loved ones, and it's just great. It's so wrong. So my response in Instagram was: if someone has the power to identify a curse, they probably have the power to clear it. And there should be no further charge. That's a great point. And you know what it reminds me of? Because, you know, I always have to bring Hollywood back into everything. <laughs> is just to, just to kind of set the stage for everyone in a visual way. Because I have a feeling if you're listening to our show, odds are you've seen the movie Ghost. And I know I've referred to it more than once. Because <laughs> why? Because uh-huh. Otome is your favorite medium. <laughs> I love Otome Brown. I love Whoopi Goldberg and I love Otome Brown. And for those that know the movie well as I do. The first part of the movie, um, when actually we're introduced to Otome Brown, she is in, you know, a typical, you know, stereotypical looking, you know, kind of medium den, medium ship den. And she has her sisters on either side of her. They are obviously, they have a scam going on. And she, and she was faking it. In fact, she didn't have the abilities when the first part of the movie. And she was doing that whole game, right? Gaming. And then she'd be like, oh, I see, you know, I don't remember exactly what she said, but like, oh, there's something with your husband. And oh, uh, it might be another $20. And the woman just, you know, s- slides over 20 bucks on the table. And it was a scam. Mm-hmm. She was a scammer, which is part of, by the way, the best part of the movie is that you see her journey and her ascension from being a scam artist to being the real deal and doing the right thing. That's what movies do. But in real life, that doesn't always happen. What doesn't happen in one lifetime? Usually, it takes like Oh, nice one. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. The witch just dropped the mic on me. For real. This is why I feel badly for them and why I don't get mad. It actually hurts my heart. I'm like, oh. Now, having said that, we also know that we are responsible for the choices we make. We are not victims. And if this happened to you, like, just kind of thank that person. Like, oh, that's right. You're helping me be more accountable and aware and responsible to trust your feelings. The people who reached out, they knew it didn't feel right. They're like, is this is this right? This didn't feel right. Like, I, I felt good and then I didn't when she called me later. Like, that seemed weird. Trust that. Just trust it. I think a really important thing that you just said is a mantra now that I've lived by, which is, I am nobody's victim. I ain't nobody's victim. Now, I will get myself in a dumb situation, but I'm still nobody's victim. You know, I'll make bad choices, but I'm still nobody's victim. I will be screwed over. I will be all those, but I'm still nobody's victim. Right. I'm learning. You just taught me something. Like I just uh, was on the phone with a coaching client who was in an interview and was really upset how they were treated after the interview. I'm like, why aren't you celebrating that? Now you know how that company treats people. That's a good thing. <laughs> you want to know that up front. You don't want to learn that three months in, right? Well, that's the conversations I've had with people that are in relationships. I'm like, I'm so glad yeah. they showed you who they were now so you don't go dig in any further because they're telling you you're learning. And trust what you learn. Trust what it feels like because it's so important. It's so important. And I think we'll have a couple more stories when we come back from this break. 
Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I never thought I'd take my three young kids to Sicily to solve a century-old mystery, but that's what I'm doing in my new podcast, The Sicilian Inheritance. Join us as we travel thousands of miles on the beautiful and crazy island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a mystery for the ages and untangle clues within my family's origin story, which has morphed like a game of telephone through the generations. Was our family matriarch killed in a land deal gone wrong? Or was it by the Sicilian Mafia? A lover's quarrel? Or was she, as my father believed, a witch? Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of our favorite Netflix series, Bridgerton. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? And meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. And I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd. And welcome back. Thanks. Oh, wait, you weren't saying that to me. <laughs> I'm always talking to you. You know that. <laughs> All right, Maya. So I know you have a very personal story on this front. I do. So if anybody has been in a situation in the psychic field, let's call it, psychic profession, that this has happened to, well, just so you know, it's happened to me too. And it still kind of gets my back up just a little bit about it because I knew what was happening. So I see this, uh, she's a card reader. She's in Nashville, by the way. And she did this huge spread of cards being taught to read cards from you. I know that you don't put out literally half the deck, but <laughs> not that's all beside the point. Not all. Not, no, but it was at all at once. It was like the whole, I'm like, what is that? What's happening here? So that was weirdly a little like, hmm, for me. So she does this reading thing. It was, you know, she was fine. I actually believe she has gifts. I don't think she is an imposter, but I think she was a scammer. 
because after she does this reading, she looks at me and like so intently and intently like, and I know what intense is because I've met Tom Cruise. And when that guy <laughs> looks at you, no, and I mean this, he is the most intense human being. When you speak and he looks at you, it's like no one else exists in the world. It's a, it's a really amazing talent. This woman looked at me in this really intense way and she's like, you know, Julie, you have a problem with your heart. I'm like, what, am I going to die of a heart attack? I'm like, okay, I'll be back. I've been, I've been taught from the by, by the best. I'll be back. You know, good luck intimidating me. And she's like, no, like you have, you know, there's blocks and you're, you need to make more room in your heart and, you know, there's it, it, to allow more love. And she goes, and I'm letting her go. I'm letting this unfold. I want to know where she's going because mm, I know myself pretty well. And not perfect, but well enough. And I'm getting this little thing that I hear kind of like, mm, this ain't right, but okay. So she continues on and she said, you know, I think you really need a magical stone to help you begin to open up your heart. I'm like, oh, really? What would that be? She's good. She ain't that good because she would know that I had about 40 kilos of rose quartz already at my house, but that's <laughs> and okay. And probably had one tucked away in your bra. <laughs> and probably had one in my bra. And so she's, she's like, well, you know, rose quartz would really help you. I'm like, oh, it would. <laughs> she's like, it, it does. And now it's, you're and, just baiting her. <laughs> oh, I was. Well, listen, of course yeah. I was. Yeah, I get But it. so she gets this, um, I think it was, it might have been shaped like a heart or it was a, a sphere or something, but it wasn't even that big. And... I looked at it and she had prices on it. It was $500. I'm going to tell everybody, uh, rose quartz like that ain't 500 bones. I mean, wholesale, it might have been 40, maybe 30. And so the fact that she was, you know, wanting to screw people over that bad, because that's a, that's not okay either. Right. And I'm like, mm, I go, and I pushed it back. I'm like, I don't really think I need to spend $500 on a pink stone right now. She goes, well, but you really need to continue sessions with me. I'm like, I don't live yeah, here. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And she's like, well, you know, uh, you need to do more work with me so I can help you, you know, unblock and do all these things to your heart. And she's, will you commit to that? And I go, no, <laughs> I won't actually. I don't know. I'm not going to commit to that. This, it, no. And I remember walking out and I'm thinking, what the, she gives us a bad name is the first thing that went through my head. And, and I think like, that's why I get so triggered. I'm like, no, you're, you're, you're supposed to be better. Yes. Well, in general, you're supposed to be better, right? Like yeah. in anything you do, your goal is to be better. You're not and, even trying. <laughs> and, but when you're in this field with, with, you know, in this, in the psychic world, I've learned more about values and moral compasses and true Norths and the way that I even speak and work now. It's like, you would think that you and I were just having a conversation about the you know the psychic things the stuff and things but i'm actually talking to people i work with and i use language like highest good for all harm to none right. like all of these things i bring over into that world right. but i've been taught because of you and because of patricia and all the work about the high standards that we have and what we say and how we treat people and why wouldn't you want that in your day job like why why not <laughs> and so when i encounter and karmically people who have these really low standards, low like a moral compass. And it's like, it's not only not printing true north, it's like broken down at the bottom, kind of hanging. You know, I'm just like, you know, you missed, I don't know what lesson you missed, but you missed a lot of them lady in Nashville. <laughs> I don't remember her name. Otherwise, I'd tell her. I mean, I'll say would because yeah. I, don't, I don't remember yeah. her name. I, I, you know, have that weird thing. If I don't like you, <laughs> I, your name is forgotten immediately. And it's 
how it works. I get it. A similar story, not in that way. It was so subtle. I was picking up, you know, I, I love jewelry stores. I love jewelry. And so I'm no. <laughs> no, it's true. You do? I love all the stones. I love fine gems. I love the big rocks. I love it all. Um, so I'm in this jewelry store and they were having a, a trunk show. It was a big event and they had invited me and da 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 da, right? Which is great. And so I, I <laughs> the owner or the manager of the store comes over, Brenda, I'm so glad you could make it. And oh, we have so many things for you to see. But first, I want you, especially this reader is just starting. And I want you to be her first customer. I'm like, what? What's happening right now? <laughs> Does that person, did they not know you? No. I mean, they know me very well. But not through jewelry, but they don't know all of me, right? Got it. Okay. Because <laughs> so, I'm like, wait a minute. Who the hell would say that? Okay, got so, it. Clear. So, I'm clear. I'm just I'm clear. giggling. Like, I'm so caught off guard, right? They didn't say anything about having this stone reader, right? And so I, so she ushers me to this back room and brings me sparkling water. And because, you know, I don't drink champagne. And <laughs> like, it's, it's a big event, right? And so... This reader says, pick three stones. She's got just a plate or whatever of tumbled stones, and they're all in different, like, rainbow colors. And they're gentle. Oh, you know, I pick my stones. And she's like... Wait, what did you pick? Will you tell us what you picked? Oh, I don't know. It was so long ago. I mean, come on. Give us some details. Well, you know I picked amethyst. And no, of course I picked, you picked amethyst. I rose quartz and probably a grounding stone, you know. Okay. Whatever, the garnet probably or something. And uh, so, <laughs> I don't remember what else. And so she starts in with some story about the stones, which is great, and this and that. And she's like, ooh, you're like a queen, and you're like this and that. And, and no, I was in my corporate outfits, you know, like, so I was dressed, you know, and she's like, oh, you're in charge and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, you got to do better than this, babe, you know, <laughs> whatever. You got to do better than this, babe. Yeah. Right. It. And she's, you know, because basically like, you know, I've got the uniform on, right? So she's reading the uniform and, and then she said, something and I said oh you know what that reminds me because you know I have my own tarot deck and so I have this and this and this and like I wasn't I wasn't like putting her in her place I wasn't challenging her I was just sort of expanding and because you know I was 15 minutes in and I was bored <laughs> to tell you the right. truth right and so she and I said oh you know that does kind of remind me of this and and the the minute I said the words oh you know I have my own tarot deck the reading was over She's like, thank you so much for coming. Like she stopped mid-sentence or mid-story. Of course like, she did. <laughs> she was busted. She shut right? it down. It, you know, it was like, huh. <laughs> well, then as there are in these situations, there's two sides of everything. And many times there's more than that. But in terms of these, like we're going to look at two sides, the light and the dark side of it. So when these things happen, we can look at it. And ideally, we take the lesson of, from it. But if we meet them where they are, it turns into revenge. And so when we have these situations, we have to be careful and not meet the perpetrator, I guess. Well, let's call them. you know, this, like, the, like this woman extreme. with the stones, like I, I literally when I walked in, I thought, oh, my God, she kind of looks like like her friend committed to this, but her friend didn't feel like doing it today. So she sent her another person to go do this. Like, that's what oh, it looked funny. That's what it, like, right. that was my initial impression when I walked in. But what happens with people when they get duped or they get, you know, they're trying to be taken advantage of, you know, there are people that turn to revenge. And I think that's a really important thing for us to address in this because this is the other side of it, right? Because like you said, we're nobody's victim, but our responsibility is to make sure that we keep our side of the street clean. And by keeping it clean... So you don't attack. We take our lesson and run. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. 
Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I never thought I'd take my three young kids to Sicily to solve a century-old mystery, but that's what I'm doing in my new podcast, The Sicilian Inheritance. Join us as we travel thousands of miles on the beautiful and crazy island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a mystery for the ages and untangle clues within my family's origin story, which has morphed like a game of telephone through the generations. Was our family matriarch killed in a land deal gone wrong? Or was it by the Sicilian Mafia? A lover's quarrel? Or was she, as my father believed, a witch? Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of our favorite Netflix series, Bridgerton. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad, is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor, and meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. And I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd. So when I walked out of that session, shockingly quickly, <laughs> the manager came over right. and said, "Oh, that was that was fast. How was it?" And I said, "Oh, it was it was sweet." And she would know, like I would say, "Oh my God, that was amazing! Right? That was so that was so great. Thank you so much." But I said, "Oh, she's a sweet person." Like I just kind of dismissed it. I didn't say anything disparaging because. A, it didn't matter. No one was paying for those. I mean, I'm sure the reader was paid by the store, but the jewelry store isn't going to benefit or do anything with that with feedback that says, you know, you got a fraud in there, right? <laughs> right, exactly. Right. Exactly. Um, so, you know, you choose your battles very much, but mostly you just kind of bless them and go, I got the lesson instead of trying to set something right. And, right. you know, we do have the accountability that when we walk into a situation, we're taking responsibility, like we're opening ourselves up. Like when you walk in the woods and you run into a snake and the snake scares you, that's not the snake's fault, right? It's the same thing. When I walked into that room, I could have easily, if I was worried at all about my safety energetically, well, of course, you know, I brought in my guides and knocked down my protection, <laughs> like just because that's how I roll. It's the same thing. Like we own, we know what to do to protect ourselves. We know, you know, what, what feels right and what doesn't. This person was not powerful. There was no danger and she wasn't doing harm. She wasn't doing 
good, <laughs> you know, but it was. Just but there fun. is harm that can be done from others. And by the way, the whole snake thing, I love. That's a. It's a really good uh, analogy because I live amongst a lot of snakes. Yeah. And I understand when I come across them, I'm in their land. Exactly. Right. This is their home, and so I saw a copperhead the other day. Not the one I ran over yesterday. It was a week prior to that because I did. I had to. It was coming close to my house, but that's a whole other, I think it's a whole other episode. But I saw a copperhead last week, big guy too. They're fat snakes. I've never seen one. And they have like that diamond-shaped head. And you know when they're poisonous, they have that diamond-shaped head. But anyway, so I see this copperhead. And I have Sookie with me, and I have her on a leash because it's leash season, because it's snake season. I see it, and I go, oh, Hi. We'll be leaving you alone now. And we turned around and went back. Yeah. And by the way, up a real big ass hill. But we turned around and went <laughs> back because it's like, oh, we're not, that's yours. We're not crossing it. So I, respect, I, respect. It, it, it is about respect yeah. for sure. Yeah. The thing is, if you are in a situation where you have had that feeling of being taken advantage of, of opening yourself to trust and being vulnerable, don't let one bad experience, whether it's I trusted someone to do a massage and they did a crappy massage. <laughs> you know, like I've it, had that. It, right? We've all had that. It's like, yeah. okay, well, I learned I won't use that person again. Right. And then there's other people who, you know, actually did. Tiny hands. I'm yeah. just going to tell you, tiny hands are the worst to get a massage from. <laughs> it's like T Rex tiny hands. Just so everybody knows. Like, that's been the hardest thing that I've had. Or, or the people who just apply lotion. You're like, yeah, I could have done that myself. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> but the point is, there are other people who actually get attacked or violated in a massage. Like, the, I mean, this happens. So there, yes. there are degrees and, and there are times where you do want to prevent anyone else from being in that situation or you're not up for that. But those are all your choices. And if you can, choose the one that serves you in the best way. And you may have to sit with it a while to find out what that path is. But you are accountable and responsible for your choices, for integrating your lessons and not making it about someone else. That's the invitation in this space. And you're also responsible. And we've said this so many times, and, and I just feel it's so worth saying again. You are responsible for yourself, and you are responsible to listen to yourself and pay attention to yourself. Pay attention to if you have like a, that little gnawing feeling. Like I had the feeling when I was at the National Psychically card reader lady that I knew what was going on because, because I'm paying attention. Right. Right. I now let her go on because I want to see where she was going. <laughs> so you were just entertaining yourself. <laughs> I, in, in a way, I was. I wanted to see where she was going. But the thing, but the point is that I was paying attention to myself. I was paying attention to my gut. I'm like, there's from the minute I sat down and I see, you know, half the cards, you know, flop out on the table. I go, this, this isn't right. It's like you can go anywhere with anybody with this. This is like, you know, driving without a map. In in the way that you focused. And you figured out very quickly about the woman that you encountered that you maybe you weren't conscious about why you were telling her the little tidbit that you've made your own tarot deck, but maybe you were because you were able to bolt and bounce out of there. Yeah. And, and it's okay. Like if you're in the middle of a situation like that, you can say, you know what? We're done. Thank you so much. We're done. <laughs> yeah. And you don't re and, and the other thing is no more is required from you. Right. You don't have to explain. That is not required. It's like I've told many people or told us and also other people outside of this podcast, I grew up playing golf. And <laughs> we used to always talk about like, oh, you had a bad shot or you were in the rough or you hit in the water, but you ended up getting a par on the golf course. We used to say, you know what? The scorecard doesn't ask for description. And that's been a very valuable lesson. It's like, I don't that's think that really I have good. to. 
It's good, right? Because it doesn't. It's just the score. You write the score down. It doesn't say you had a shitty drive or you hit it in the sand trap or whatever it may be. It just says, did you get a four or not? (laughs) And or is it higher or is it lower, right? Yeah. A four is usually a the par in a hole. So that whole thing is about it doesn't require a description. You don't you are not required to give anyone an explanation. Now I will say when I was younger and more fiery and immature. I grew up that the best defense is great offense kind of situation. (laughs) So there were many times in my life where I verbally took people out, not physically, but I would be like, hey, (laughs) you know, just just kind of cut people off at the knees because I have a fast mind in that way. And that's the only reason I would do it just because I could not because and you know, not like people were crying, but you know, I would let people know I'm not taking your crap. And today I would do it differently. Again, when you know better, you have to do better. So those times where you did try and justify the whole thing and or be mean to get out of it, you know, you will be accountable for those. I will be accountable for those. I think you've made up for it. Well, you know, I still am accountable for those, right? Because you're accountable. In, in the afterlife, you you will feel everything you made someone anyone else feel. Like that's that's what I have to look forward to. <laughs> and, and oh, Lord, is... if that's all you had to look forward to, lady, you are in good shape. <laughs> but... Do not join my life review. It's going to be a mess. <laughs> well, it's okay. It's going to be a shit show. My life, sh- my life review is a shit show. <laughs> I doubt that very much, my generous <laughs> elf. But, um, you know, this is, this is part of, you know, earth school learning. Like, oh, I didn't know that before. I'm still accountable for it. It's okay. I don't have to reset the karmic scales right here and right now and you're going down right like they don't have to do that that's right. that's up to them you're accountable for your own actions if you find yourself in that situation you can get up and walk out because yes. you're you're in charge of yourself so you can you can like literally pull the escape hatch and and bolt take care of and yourself. that is Pay and that attention. is so okay pay attention you can bolt and if you find yourself you're in it and you're in too deep and you start to get angry that is where you're like, okay, I have a lesson here. I'm going to learn it and I am not going to lash out because that is, that's, I'm meeting them where they are and I don't need to be doing that because you always said there's, <laughs> you have to pay for everything. Exactly. You don't skirt around anything. I mean, there's no you hall passes pay. in our school. There is none. <laughs> there is none. And again, none there's no the shame. There's no judgment about it. It's just karmic balancing. It's neutral, right? Like the scorecard, right? It's just, this is a neutral reckoning. It's not like, we're going to punish you. It's like, no, it just has to be answered for. That's all. Right. And and right. it's okay. But we did want to acknowledge and just let people know there is good juju out there and so many blessings and so many talented readers and there's bad juju. It's okay. Pay attention so that you can navigate it in a way that is acceptable to you. I think I want that to be my stripper name, bad juju. <laughs> Because you know how they say, use the name of your um, street you grew up on and the first name of the pet or whatever. And mine was Charlie 16th. That's the worst stripper name ever. But Bad Juju is fantastic. Bad Juju is great. That's my stripper name. And and who knows? I might might need to do that at some point. If anybody shows up or drives by when there's a really great uh, pole dance in places, you see tonight only Bad Juju. Be like, I'm going to go meet Julie. (laughs) There she is. There is no way to to punctuate such a powerful episode than strip clubs and a stripper name. <laughs> so with that, <laughs> take good care, <laughs> trust your gut, trust your guidance, and remember, our school is hard. Without bad juju. <laughs> without the other side. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Goodbye.
Thank you, Bren. <laughs> thanks for joining us, everyone. And a special thanks to our producer, Maya Cole, who guides us while we guide you. Hit us up on Instagram at Other Side Guides or shoot us a note at Other Side Guides at iHeartRadio.com. And you can even call us at 833-22-GUIDE to leave us a message. We want to know what you think. We want to know what you know. And we want to hear your stories. And remember, Earth School is hard without the other side. Insider's Guide to the Other Side is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right.